Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 502 for comics originally coming out April the 3rd, 2019. Before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday. Drew, we got a slew of things going on. And, um, okay, just double-checking, make sure it wasn't a five-week month. It is not. It's only a four-week month, so we're good there. What's going on in the world of comics? Well, uh, we got some feedback from our fantastic listeners, and uh, I thought I'd share a little bit of that with you. Um, start off with uh, a little uh, a little downer. Not really a downer. Funny, actually. Okay. Um, I can't take it anymore. W-Y-R-D. The Dark Horse book <laughs> is pronounced weird, not word. I not said wired. Weird. That was me. I said that. Not not weird. Not word. Not wired. Weird, as in the Weird Sisters from Terry Pratchett's Discworld. There, I feel better now, Alan. <laughs> well, I think yeah, I think Kyle was going weird. No, you were going word. Right? No, I was, I was going weird because it wouldn't make sense. Like, who names a book word? I was I was the one that kept saying word. Yeah, and I think you although made... I was there was zero confidence, yeah. and I didn't have things to back yeah. it up. Like, oh yeah, like the sisters, because I had no context for that. Yeah, so I was simply going by thought. Yeah, just your just your 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 tiny tiny brain. Hey, yes, yes. Uh, just just Joe says, tell me why I love Moon Knight so much. Dived into the back issues bins and found this gem from Woe Jordy. Warren Ellis and Declan Shavi. I love my street-level badasses. That would be uh, Moon Knight number one from that um, that lovely lo- lovely volume. There's so many there you go. Moon Knight volume ones. Uh, Man after my own heart there, Just Joe. That was a nice little uh, patronage, which will get you get you everywhere, get you on the show for sure. I have a uh, dream, brother. What's that? I have a dream that we uh, we, we get Avengers Endgame. We yes. finish it, we enjoy it, we have joy in our lives. Yes. And after that, we're told we'll get phase four? Is it phase four or phase five? I don't know. Phase four of the Marvel, and they'll bring that wonderful PDF or whatever that with, the, with the posters and the, the years, yes. and one of those will say the word Moon Knight on it, brother, and you will be relevant again. I have that dream that this <laughs> so, will um, happen I'm irrelevant. in the next three months, two months, something like that, and perhaps our blessed... 200 issues of Moon Knight will venture forth to hit 206 before being canceled for a 14th time. <laughs> yeah, they'll launch it again. That'll be great. Yes, but just just having that as an option, possibly, I'm calling it for Phase 4, maybe yeah. 5, whatever the phase it is. I'm calling that in there for it to be a speculation market for Moon Knight. And you know what I'm calling? What's that? Similar vein. Huh? West, a West Coast Avengers. Featuring, right, which right. Moon Knight was a, a member of. Okay, he was? Yeah. I always think Goofy when I think West Coast Adventures. I do not think Goofy when I think Moon Knight. Well, it wasn't really Goofy at first. Oh. It was some serious business. (laughs) Yeah, West Coast. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it was kind of like that West Coast rap culture, so yeah. Yeah, it was was good stuff. It was a little wacky, um, but Moon Knight was like the... uh, You're the straight man. Yeah, kind of the straight man. And um, so I, I think that would be a fun way to to launch. You know, you, you kind of did the Avengers thing, so you could go West Coast Avengers. I think that'd be fun. But I have heard that um, Angelina Jolie is playing somebody in the oh, Eternals. Yeah. Eternals, yeah. And I don't know anything about the Eternals. Is that even a Marvel book? I don't even. know. Yes. Sorry, I feel stupid. 
I didn't do any research. I um, just saw a thousand Facebook headlines the other day that's Angelina Jolie joins the MCU. So, um, if the Eternals are in the next phase, uh, I think you you know Moon Knight <laughs> Moon Knight pones the uh, <laughs> the Eternals, right? Yeah. I mean, who, who? I would think. I don't know who that is. I'm not familiar with their work. They're old. They're old. <laughs> Um, so, you know, if that's in there, then I think you're right. We, we could have all kinds of B level stuff happening. Yeah. So it might be good. We'll see. Uh, we've got a long one here. So strap in. Hey guys, thought I would share my, some of my pickups from C2E2. This is Aaron Churchill. So, oh, very um, nice. Uh, weighing in mainly because I have, I had no idea just how much you guys have influenced me over the past years. <laughs> One of us. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know the phrase, taking a flyer, until I listened to your show. So I took a $170 flyer. There you go. On an art germ Captain Marvel 9-8 CGC. Oh. Uh, thanks to you, I thought to check eBay after, and... Um, it one sold the day before I bought mine for three hundred and twenty six bucks. So I have it on eBay right now, listed for two hundred and fifty fifty, and I already have a bid and nine watchers. So that flyer is already paid off. There you go. Even if I don't get another bid, well, well let's let's hope you get some more bids. Um, also, I had a bunch of Wonder Woman Jenny Frizen covers signed. You guys turned me on to her. Very cool. She's uh, super sweet too. Glad yes, you got to is. meet her. Yes, she is sweet. Uh, Assassination. Uh, which you talk about, mm -hmm. uh, a bunch of art germ sign, which you guys are fans of, and a tip on this: he was charging five dollars for signatures at his booth, but Marvel had him at their booth where he signed for free. Very nice. Um, they gave they they capped it at five items at a time, but you could get back in the line. And I remember we we were talking to Declan Shalvey and them in the Marvel line, and it it hit, it had gone through, and he still had ten minutes, and we were able to just hang out and talk to him. So there was no. Like in that case, there wasn't an abundance of line. You could do whatever you wanted. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was that was the cool thing. Uh, the line at his booth was l way longer than the one at Marvel. I got a ton of stuff signed for free, and I just watched the people drop a lot of money for his signature at his booth. <laughs> there you go. I also picked up Jazz Maynard Volume Two um, for fifty percent off, along with Ghost Money. You guys turned me on to Jazz Maynard last year, and I picked up Volume One at last year's C two E two. And you also talked about ghost money. Um, he said, uh, Dan Dowdy loved let my daughter liked the Brito strip. I think he meant Beardo. Beardo. Um, when I picked up his graphic novels last year, and she's since found them to be hilarious. That's awesome when, when young kids pick up comics. So he made her a free strip and then knocked 25 bucks off his commission um, that he's going to do of me and him interacting. That's pretty awesome. Very cool. Uh, I met and got a picture with Jonathan Hickman and got to chat up Jason Aaron as there was no one at his table on Sunday. Wow. Jason Aaron line was like constant when we were there. Mm -hmm. that's, that surprises me. As for C2E2 overall, I felt the guest list wasn't as packed as last year's. I mean, Sean Murphy and Scott Snyder were there last year to his time too. Uh, the panels didn't seem as well done or as comic focused this year as in last year. Uh, the, but the aisles were amazingly huge. They were There were a couple of really popular people in Al Artist Alley, but overall, there were zero problems getting around. Everyone was really cool. So last year seems better, but this year was good fun, good and fun, and worked out well for me. Uh, just to make a note on, there were some signatures that I skipped out on. 
Humberto Ramos and Ed McGinnis were both charging $5 for signatures. Per hmm. signature. Ed McGinnis was free three years ago. Yep. Um, he said if, if uh, Marv Wolfman and George Perez were there, if, and that was that was your con if you wanted their signatures, which was highly understandable, but he, mm-hmm. he got those. And he said Art Adams was there, but he was packed from the start to the finish. So overall, fun time. People were great. I left early on Sunday, and a day and a half was plenty for me. One of these years, I would like to enjoy some of the nighttime activities, but this wasn't the year. Maybe we'll see you guys there next year. Thanks for all the information and influence this past year. I'd say you influenced about 75% of my con (laughs) experience. Thank you for that. Also, it looks like taking a flyer on Art Germ will net me a profit that just might pay for at least half of what I spent, if not more. I'll let you know how it ends. Sincerely, Aaron Churchill. Hey. Very awesome. Good art and good artists are pretty universal. Just stuff that's awesome looking is awesome looking. Yeah. And hopefully you, uh, I don't know, was Sealy there? Uh, I don't know. Because I, I was just reading something on some of the uh, the dark red Aftershock stuff, and there were some special C2E2 versions of some of them that are already oh, uh, yeah. commanding some extra cash. So hopefully he was able to stop by them and look at them. Because you and I definitely try to tout Sealy quite a bit. Well, you're a bigger fan than I am. This is true. But you have his uh, original art signed. Uh, shut up. Shut up about the original art. <laughs> I'm going to white that out. I'm going to white out the part where he calls me uh What did he call me? You suck. No, yeah. he just tells me I suck. So I'm going to white that out, and I'm just going to have two Drew from Sealy, and then I'm going to put it on a wall. Uh, it'll always say, you suck, Drew, in my heart. So it's In your heart, he'll always say that. It'll probably come through like the white out. Do they make white out anymore? I don't know. Um, well, Forner says... I am going to go big on Hulk 181 Facsimile Edition as my pick of the week. I'm grabbing yeah. multiple copies. This is the closest I will ever get to possessing this grail. I am with you there, Wolf. I um, don't know whether I'd ever, I'll ever buy a real 181, so I'll take that one. Yeah, I was reading somewhere where this is one of the nicer reprints. There was one that came with uh, a DVD or something that's a mm-hmm. nice one that most people have, but they are talking about this actually being... One of the nicer copies that's that's fairly true to form of them. So these will always be something that everybody wants. So it is absolutely worth it for cover price to, to take flyers on this kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. that will always be something that people, even in a reprint, will want. And this, it, at the moment, is, like I said, most people are saying the nicest reprint version of them all. Yep. And it's three three ninety nine. Yeah, it. no doubt. Um, I, I I saw the the next slate of the similes on the, in the um, previews uh, coming up, and it's like Alpha Flight number one, and a couple of things like of that era, and uh, I, I, I can still buy Alpha Flight number one <laughs> pretty cheap. So I really don't know what, why they do that. I mean. That should be a true believers, right? Mm, I would think so. Yeah, you know, make that a true believers. These facsimiles should be your amazing fantasy fifteens. They your should Hulk be key ones. Yeah, your... just do keys. Yeah, um, and it's really it's really not that hard to know what a key is. You know, get an Overstreet guide. Oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> and they'll jump right off the page at you. Yeah, um, and that would be cool. I would. I mean, if they did like a facsimile of like 
our army at war with the first Sergeant Rock. Because I'll never afford that. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Of course, yeah, I'd love to have an Amazing 15. And uh, you know, giant uh, size X-Men. Spider-Man 300. Nah. <laughs> I, I got plenty of those. I got plenty of those true believers. I'm good there. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, they need to uh, kind of refocus on the one the Hulk 181s of the world. Yeah. And do yeah. those. And DC needs to hop on board. Because I want... I want a um There's action one action one reprints, but I don't think anything as nice of quality yeah. as what they're doing with these facsimiles. Yeah, and they did a, de- a Detective Twenty Seven once. Yeah. Um but it wasn't like a exact looking reprint. Which I think is I mean, I don't just want the story, I want it to look like the original. Yeah. Of. Yeah. Yeah, you know, somewhere. Anyway. Um Scott wants to know there are any comics that you have reread and read again and again yes um which would be what kyle i go back and redo fractions hawkeye the first six of that every year nice i just like it i just like the way aha's blocked uh letterbox art makes me feel i love that issue three where we go through the arrows and it just has that quaint feeling of what it is it brings me back to the first time with the the uh, bros and the, the the russians and i also skip and read pizza dog as well nice that's pretty good i i've i've reread crossed because i'm a deviant Mm-hmm. And I, I've re, re, went back and read those again um and like the first volume of astro city Another thing I reread, uh, American Alien by Max Landis. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I need the to rebuy ol- that trade because I keep talking about it to people and I need to be able to give it to people. The only reason I reread Astro City Volume 1 is because I forgot I already read it. <laughs> so, full disclosure, it was more dementia that caused me to reread that one than actual wanting to go back and reread it. Um, it sounds you know, familiar. What's going I, on here? I reread the first volume of Preacher on purpose. Um, but I didn't finish the run again. Um, and I read the first uh, volume of Walking Dead, but I didn't reread everything again. And I read the first couple of issues of Why the Last Man and didn't reread the whole the whole series. So, you know, there's some comics that I've doubled, dipped on, but like full lengthy runs, not really. Um, I think I did... Watchmen. I've done. I've done the full Watchmen, so that's twelve issues. Mm-hmm. I did that again, and Dark Knight Returns. I've done multiple times, but not really that many. You yeah. know, there's not that many. There's too much stuff coming out. You know, very true. I mean, there's probably stuff I should reread, but um, there's just way too much stuff that I haven't even read once yet that I need to go back and read. So, yeah, not 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 a lot. Uh, Bob wants to know if DC should do a manga line. Kyle? You're talking to the wrong dude on manga. I can't read backwards. Manga or manga? Let's ask Alan. Is it uh, manga or manga? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it. It's that kind of stuff's hot right now. All the different animes and everything are really picking up, and I'm sure they could pull some lion's share from Viz. Yeah. Um, so it is probably a great idea for them to do something like that. Maybe even create an imprint along the DC line, something like that. Um, because all I hear is people talk about your one punch mans and mm-hmm. your, and your, 
Hero Academias and yeah. all the other stuff that's being cycled in through, even through Netflix and Crunchyroll and everything. So, yeah. it is absolutely a big property right now. So, if they want money, yes, they should. But the the, the specific question was if DC should do a manga, and I and say why, hell why no, why hell not? no, because they screw everything up. Wow, I, they had they. They're they're not they're messing everything up right now. Their their con- continuity is a mess. Their their stories are all over the place. They can't put stuff out on time. Uh, editorials a disaster. They need to. Marvel should put out a manga, or a manga, or a manga. <laughs> That's who should put one out. Marvel they, should be eating mangoes. That's what should be. Happening. They they would they would do. It would have fifty five covers, but it'd be forty six dollars a book. <laughs> I I would think they they I think their sensibility lines up more with the with manga than and really neither one of them should the uh, yeah. big two shouldn't touch a manga so uh, let's go with um, no <laughs> how about that it's <laughs> also there you go I guess I've been I've been vetoed oh yeah you, we, I'm going with I'm sorry I'll go with no you can go with yes yeah get somebody to curate it put it out yeah um, try to grab good things. Be the next big thing. There's no reason not to. Okay, so if you want to ask a question that we don't agree on and don't really answer very well. <laughs> you'd like to drive a wedge between my brother and I. You can reach out to us uh, through a variety of sources. The best way is to go to comicsfunprofit.com where all our links are. But you can reach us directly by email, comicsforfunandprofit at gmail.com. You can go to our Facebook page, Comics for Fun and Profit, our Twitter, Comics Fun Profit, our Instagram, Comics Fun Profit, and comment that way. Although I rarely check Instagram comments, I gotta I gotta do that more often. Too busy surfing Instagram models to check the comments there. Oh my goodness, they all they all love me too. They want <laughs> they me to follow, be their daddy. They or follow back. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so you can reach out to us that way, and don't forget. That all this month, the month of April, um, you can participate in our Twitter contest. So what you do is you uh, retweet our episodes with a, a comment adding at us. So you, at Comics Fun Profit, say something lovely about us or ask a question or something with, with our, just so you show up in our mentions. So that automatically gets you entered into our contest where we have... A stack of beautiful signed comics from from various cons, the bulk of which supplied by our good friend Jason in Hawaii from Amazing Con, but we've got some other extras that we can throw in there. And um, we're going to do two, uh, probably two winners, maybe maybe a little more. depends on, on how the turnout is. But uh, already we've, we've had some, some we've entries. we've even got graded comics in there. Even got graded comics in there. So... Uh, all good, all good stuff. Large Freebie. stack, freebies for you, just for listening and go. sharing the wealth on us. So we appreciate all that stuff. So that's how you do all that. Um, hopefully that was clear. Now on to the FOC. All right, of course the FOC is the final order cutoff. It is your final opportunity to add books to your order, uh, roughly um, six to eight weeks before they come out. Things you missed on previews, things that you're finally getting the opportunity to see the art on, or things that you've read recently and want to make sure you are grabbing. This is your opportunity to not have to buy them from the secondary market, not have to go into your LCS and beg to get them at the last second or beat the rush. It's actually um, three weeks. Three weeks. I don't know why I said six to eight. 
I'm guessing three. So this is just something that Drew and I like to go through and give you a little heads up on things coming out soon uh, that we are either adding to our order or things that are maybe even piquing our interest a little bit. So Drew, um, our good friends at Cowabunga Comics curate this list for us every single week and uh, Eric likes to pull a few things that pique his interest and kind of feature them as well. And the things that he's featured are Wonder Woman 69. There is the David Finch cover Giggity. B. There you go. <laughs> Ascender number one, Jeff Lemire, Dustin Nguyen. Uh, of course, the would you consider it the sequel to Descender or the spinoff to Descender? Yes, it's definitely the sequel to uh, Descender or, or prequel. That's what I wasn't sure. That's why I wasn't yeah, sure. One of those. Uh, we have Thanos number one from Marvel. We have the Jeff DeCall cover A. And we have a second printing of Dark Red number one by Tim Seeley from Aftershock Comics. Of course, if you want, like to get on this FOC list, uh, get a hold of Eric with a C at Cowabunga Comics with a K, and he can hook you up and get you on that mailing list if your local comic book shop does not do FOC or if you're just interested in getting this list. Yeah, He'll you know, even no, be grateful to do that to you. No no obligation. The links are in the show notes. Uh, all the information you need to do that. Uh, get on the list. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. You know, you, you get you get other email crap. This is this is good stuff. <laughs> this is the good stuff, absolutely. This is the good stuff. So Drew, as we cultivate our way through the FOC, let's start in Dark Horse. Eh, nothing. <laughs> Did you read Bad Luck Chuck when the first one came out? No, I have not. I have not read that yet. I can't even it's remember what that one is. That it's the about Lee the person. Gwen. That's right. Okay, I remember this one. She has bad luck, and she farms it out. That's right. She's the opposite of Domino. Yes, that's right. Fight Club, blah 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 blah. Heading on down to DC. Hmm. I didn't read Detective One Thousand yet either. It came out Wednesday. Uh, I read some synopsis stuff, and I, I'm actually excited that. Uh, well, it's kind of too early to say things that might be spoilery, so I will well, just, way too early. Yeah, I will just chill on that. But something within that, I really, really like. Yes. Speaking of really, really, I like Batgirl thirty four cover B, Joshua Middleton. Boy, howdy, that's good. Pick that up. Do not wait. Uh, there are three Naomi's here uh, in their final printing. I like uh, this final printing thing. I do too. Um, Naomi's uh, are on the Wonder Comics imprint of Bendis's, and as you'll see later in the show, um, their Naomi's are super hot. They were underordered and uh, hard to find, and they are uh, flying off the shelf. So the unfortunate thing is DC is not giving us the covers on these, or telling us if they've changed or done anything. They typically yeah. don't. Yes, so um, value's not going to be where the first prints are, but I still think there's value in Naomi since it's so hot and uh, people are, I mean, there's 35 bucks for number one already, I think. Uh, so it's they're, they're selling really well. Okay. I love Flash 69 cover B, the Mitch Gerald's cover. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember seeing this in the previews and I just absolutely love the uh, artistic way he's made that. Super cool, super cool. If you're a fan of Flash at all, pick that up. Oh, that's Mitch Garrett's? Yeah. Nice. Doesn't look like his style either. That's neat. 
Heroes in Crisis, we got some interesting stuff in uh, issue 7, I am told. I'm not reading this, but I'm told. And we get some Harley Quinn stuff in issue number 8. So, that might be worth checking out if you're a Harley fan or if you're enjoying this series. True. remember if this is the Shazam cover I liked or not. Eh, not really, but that's actually not bad. Raphael no. Albuquerque on the cover B, I do like that. Yeah, you picked uh, last week, you picked the Jim Lee cover B. Yes, yes I did. Not bad. Some good covers on that. Anything else in DC, sir? No. Alright, let's see if we can find anything in IDW. We have a Ghost Tree number one. Mm-mm. Don't remember this. Mm-mm. Okay, Bobby Kernow with Simon Gain or Gane on art. Seeking a refuge from an unhappy life, Brant returns to his ancestral home in Japan to find a haunting tree and the depraved <clears throat> and the departed souls that are drawn to it, including his grandfather. Brant attempts to heal some of history's wounds, but will he be able to find any measure of peace for himself when someone special from his past returns? It is a touching story about love, loss, and how the past never truly stays dead. Interesting. Yeah, very cool. I would never think to ask for that kind of a comic, but that is something that I, you know, intrigues me enough to read because I've never read anything like that. Neither of us are Trekkies. I, um... Oh, wait, we're still in IDW? I'm sorry. Yes, so let's move on down to Image. Sorry. Um, I uh, did a double take because I saw Saga, Marco, and Alana number one. <laughs> and you had said, what, maybe they just need to put out like a side quest comic or mm-hmm. something. Or or I said it, or one of us said it. And um, it was just a t-shirt. I lost it for a second. I was like, oh my god, it's coming back out. Would you be a strong enough man to wear a breastfeeding alien t-shirt? Out of bubble? Uh, no. Okay. No. I'm, I'm, I'm not that secure. Gotcha. And, of course, we talked about Ascender number one. If you were reading Descender, um, maybe check out that. Yeah, all 12 of you. <laughs> all 12 of you. Of course, Die, issue two, fourth print, issue three, third print, continuing. Uh, Die super self- hot. Yeah, I was going to say, it is blazing. I jumped off way early. Because <laughs> I have great tastes and instincts. Uh, and we have a Matina cover again on Spawn. Man, these covers are so nice looking. Mm-hmm. And the beginning of a new story arc. As we uh, the the beginning of a new story arc, the story arc of which will lead to issue three hundred. Now, the last time this McFarlane guy did an issue 300, it was a big deal, Drew. <laughs> so you may want to jump on and and enjoy these through there. I guarantee they redo yeah. that Spawn Spidey 300 for 300. You think he does? Yeah, because the, the last one was uh, something that people went after a bit. Yeah, yeah. I heard it's overrated. Yeah, you'll hear that. Marvel... Well, 
There's no, uh, there's an Avengers, no Red Road Home 6. Uh, number five was the first Conan in the superhero universe. Um, so it got really hot. Um, and again, these Avengers things, the last Avengers weekly gave us Immortal Hulk, which was a nice hot key, uh, mm-hmm. modern key, uh, that's cooled off a little bit, but, but it's heating back up a little bit now. Um, so this is something to monitor. Uh, I, I can't, I'm not, I can't get into the story myself, so I don't really buy them, but you keep your eye on it. And if, and if something breaks and there's another first appearance, be ready to pounce. Yeah. I was going to say, be ready to go get it. Man, just looking at all these reprints of Immortal Hawk is crazy. Yeah, yeah. You um, I I really think you just see them in the wild and you just pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was looking. Was it you that showed me the chart of sales where, you know, the first issue is like the lowest price secondary market one because it sold like 90,000 copies. Yeah. <laughs> but since then, you know, two had a first appearance and then three on is in the 40s. So uh, there's a there's a lot of room to make money on those because there's a lot of demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not supply. Yeah. So um, any of that's two to 16, it looks like. Um Still has heat. Yeah. And there's a couple of, like, 12 has a first appearance. Uh, 15 has a first appearance, I think. You know, there's there's some stuff in there that's that's really hot. And just, if you can get first prints still in the on the racks, um, you should probably pick them up. But what do you think? I mean, probably don't. Probably don't jump onto the fourth and third printings, right? Probably not at this point. Let them go. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur 42 team up with Spider-Man. The Spider-Man life story already went to uh, second printing. It was a really cool cover. Oh, yeah. I haven't read that one yet either. Thanos number one. Drew, you were a big fan of the previous Thanos. Now, while we do not have the same creative team on this no. one, so that uh, leads a lot to be desired. Okay, and you are out from the get-go. No Donnie, no me. Gotcha. Well, you tell me if it's really good. Now, why is... What's the WR in, in Venom 13? War of the Realms. Yeah, I was oh, going to say, that's that big Asgardian thing. God. True Believers, Racket, Raccoon number one. Even at a dollar, that's way more than I was paying for them for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those were straight-up quarterbacks that I was flipping for 20 bucks for a long, long time. They're all gone now, right? Yes. Did you sell them all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sold them the second I got them. I didn't even think about holding any back. I might still have one. I don't know. Yeah. 
A lot of cool True Believers Star Wars books here if you're wanting to pick up a few of those just to have. They're good reads. <laughs> it's weird to see that the Star Wars issue one from just a few years ago is already being reprinted for a dollar. Which one is it? Skywalker Strikes or whatever. Or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, is that the one I clicked on? I don't know what I clicked on. Is that the first issue? From yeah, that sold a million that's the, copies? That's the 2015 run. Reprinted oh. Star Wars 2015 issue one. Jason Aaron. Oh my gosh. I know. Oh, I know. There are a million of those. A, literally a million of those. And they're also the reprinting Darth Vader from 2017 in the True Believers Star Wars Darth Vader number one. And I think there's... 300,000 of those. Yeah. <laughs> you could get those for a dollar. The originals if you want. So we're, we're saying that Marvel may already be off the mark with True Believers and completely wrong in facsimiles. So, so <laughs> we're, we're, call us. We need to fix your stuff. They Every once in a while they hit, but it seems like they're doing it by accident. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no planning involved. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, War of the Realms, War of the Realms, War of the Realms, blah, 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 blah. Let's head on down to Boom. Uh, all right. Nope. And let's see if we can find anything in any of the other publishers. There's the dark red. Um, if this is a chance to get the first print of, of number two, if you whiffed on number one, you might be able to capitalize on number two if there's heat uh outside of i don't know i mean was it a variant was was the hot book or was the regular number one cover a all of those all of those yeah so it might it might be smart to pick up number two then right yep what about the second printing of number one? If you didn't get the first printing, go ahead and get this now. Because at least you. Well, have if you a want to flip it, and at least you have a set. You flip it. Yep. Is it flippable? It is. All right. When in doubt, go with Kyle. That's my motto. <laughs> and it is a. I believe it's a different cover. I can't actually. I don't no, the, 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 the second print is the same one. Which is usually the death knell, right? Yeah. We never really. It just doesn't really give it. you a th another thing to search for necessarily. Yeah. And that's about it. I don't see anything else. Cullen Bunn writing Punk Mambo, number one. Oh, no, that looks pretty good. Yeah, good call no. there. Hold on, I flipped to something different. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry, I clicked on a different one, but yeah. That one looks... I mean, it's Cullen Bunn, and it's Valiant, so there could be something cool there. Yeah, it's Voodoo and New Orleans, and that, that's kind of a cool setting. Always worth a glance to look through the FOC. Don't forget, if you do want to get something, you got to get that order in by noonish on Monday. All right, Drew. Anything else we want to do? Um, so we're done with the FOC. Yep. Let's take a look at CoverBrice.com's top ten selling comics for the week of three twenty-eight, where they scour eBay um, and take a look at everything that's selling and what the hot ones are. Number one is Naomi. Number three, the third issue of Naomi. Um, 
which is selling at an average of 12 bucks. 80 of them sold this week. Um, we find out who Naomi's father is, um, and his true nature is revealed. So, good stuff. Uh, number two is the Immortal Hulk 15. Uh, this is just another great Alex Ross cover, and it sold 78 copies, selling for about 10 bucks. If you get it graded, you get it for you can you're selling it for 65, and it came out like a month ago. Hmm. So pretty easy money there. Um, number three is the Untamed. Number one, this is a Stranger Comics, and this is the first has the first appearance of Niobe, and this thing has already been picked up by HBO. So it's a series. They sold 14 copies last week. There's not that many out there. Um, they sold. They're selling for about sixty dollars. So if you can find a raw copy for sixty bucks, you're doing well. If you can get that thing CGC'd, it says eighty-five, but I think you'd be able to get a little bit more than that if you're getting sixty dollars raw. Hmm. Um, we have uh, Ultimate Comics number twenty-six, which sold a dozen copies last week, uh, selling for an average of forty-three dollars and twenty-nine cents. Um, the reason is not listed, but we know what that li- reason is, don't we, Kyle? What is it again? Ultimate Comics Spider-Man 26. Do we know what that first appearance is? First Taskmaster. First, uh, the first the, ult- yeah. the first Ultimate Taskmaster. Master. Um, Who not is the original. going to be the villain in? Uh... Yeah. A show that's a movie. One of the movies that are coming up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Black Widow, right? Yep, that's exactly what it is. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's selling for forty bucks. A dozen of them have sold for forty dollars. It's not even the original Taskmaster. I I can't pronounce it, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Their first appearance. It's the Ultimate version, which is crazy. Um, but you should be able to find Ultimate Comics number twenty six in a dollar bin. So get out there and and find it and make yourself uh, forty bucks. Uh, number five, we have Naomi number two. Sold about 46 copies. It's selling for $16. Um, no 9.8s are, are, are in yet. Um, uh, the second issue of this hot series. Um, and uh, it's just because there's not enough out there. Once again, supply and demand. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, number six is Naomi number one. Which sold fifty-seven copies, and it's selling twenty uh, average of twenty-two fifty raw and one hundred and thirty graded as a nine point eight. Um, it's the first appearance of Naomi. It's a very hot comic, underordered. We have Avengers Road No Road Home number five, sold sixty-five copies this week. Um, selling over double cover, so eight seventy-five on average. This is the first Conan in the Marvel Universe. Um, and plus, of course, uh, it's got a Mortal Hulk in it, so that that doesn't help. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't hurt. hurt at all. Yeah, yeah. We have Avengers six eighty four, um, which I sold for about half of what it's going for right now. All my copies uh, sold sixty eight copies this week. An average of raw sales of forty one eighty two. Graded nine eights are selling for one fifty two. It's the first appearance of Mortal Hulk. It is Avengers 684, and I sold too fast again. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. 
Uh, there's the dark red variant, the one in ten variant, which is the hot one, um, selling for thirty six dollars raw. Twenty two of them sold this week, and uh, it's a hot new series. And uh, you can also, uh, if you can find it, you get Mar Ms. Marvel number one. Um, 66 copies of that sold this week at around 70 bucks a piece. Um, this one wasn't that far removed from a, uh, a dollar bin a couple of years ago. Um, and the, if you have a graded 9.4, that sold for $300. It's um, a Captain Marvel key issue, uh, Ms. Marvel number one from... Uh, what year is that? Do you know? It's a thirty cent cover, so that's yeah, like eighties. Yeah, maybe. Um, let's see. We have the Eternals number one. Uh, that's this is in the the runners up category, and uh, it's selling well, of course, because of the movie. Nineteen seventy seven is that Marvel number one or Miss Marvel number one? Uh, we've got Avengers Forever number one. Um, that's I don't know what that is off the top of my head. Selling well. Young Avengers number one. Um, there's your Kate Bishop. There's your Kate Bishop. You're, you've got some of those mm. sitting around. Sold thirty nine copies. High sale of three hundred fifty dollars. If it's nine eight, Kyle. There you go. Kyle, that's worth thirty bucks to get that CG seed. If you yeah. got a nine eight. I do have a really nice copy. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely worth it. Uh, Naomi's variant has a variant that's not selling as well as the A cover. Surprising. Um, sometimes. Uh, the A cover for Dark Red. Uh, selling around double cover. Well, $11. That's a little better than that. Another Incredible Hulk. Oh, wait. That's Incredible Hulk. So I don't know what, what Incredible Hulk 13. Is that the Red She-Hulk or the Devil She-Hulk or something in there? Yeah. What's that? Is that what that is? Yep. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 375. Devil Hulk. Yep. And that is... Uh, what's 375? Is that... Uh, 30th Anniversary Iconic Venom. Just a Venom story? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I know I have some of those. Yeah. Uh, selling for, oh, it's CGC to 80 bucks. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, Avengers 196. Uh, let's see. That's a expensive one. So is that's that your an eternal? That's your Taskmaster. Task. That's the master. original Taskmaster. Yeah. It's hard to say, right? It really is. And Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, which is selling for around 15 bucks. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why that's hot either. Is that, was that, is that a Dark Horse run? Yeah, it's a Sith Mini run. It's a Dark Horse run. It's an old Dark Horse run. Is that maybe something happening with the new movie coming out? Uh, I see it emblazoned with Knights of the Old Republic, so maybe something. I don't, yeah, maybe. I haven't caught on to that yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you can get this through coverprice.com, C-O-V-R price.com. Uh, but it's I, I like comicsheatingup.net site a little better because it gives you um, a, little more, a little more detail that you don't have to pay for. Mm -hmm. um, and I just text you a picture of uh, Breck Bassinger's uh, at one, DC's WonderCon. They just showed her 
as uh, Stargirl, and she's going to have a new series in 2020. So some of those Stargirl first appearances may start to heat up. So who's Stargirl again? Uh, from Stars and Stripes, uh, looks like her first appearance is written by Jeff Johns in 1999 with a Stars and Stripes Zero. Oh, oh so, okay. And it doesn't appear to be that expensive. I just don't know. Because it looks like they did good on the costume. It's a good-looking character, so there might be something there. And like I said, it just came across the wire. I was not reading comics back then, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know that. Yeah. Interesting. That's it for me from CoverPrice.com. All right, then. Let's head over to PreviewsWorld.com. Let's click on new releases. Let's find April 3rd, 2019. And, Drew, let's start where we love to start. Let's start in Image. Talking about Die being one of the hotter comics right now from Image. Uh, it's fifth issue coming out. Yep, ends the story arc. Paper Girls 27 issue two of the final arc that'll end probably at what 30 i'm guessing yeah so as it starts to wind down section zero number one a team of fearless adventures uncovers the secrets behind ufos monsters and lost civilizations it's jack kirby does the x-files in this miniseries by one of comics classic creators carl Kiesel, K-E-S-E-L, Kessel. Kessel, yeah. Yep. Now, um, Walking Dead 190, I think Kirkman heard that his sales are down, so he's expanded his solicits a little bit. Hey, there you go. So Common 190 one. is not a one-word solicit. It is a paragraph almost. <laughs> when the dust settles, what will be left of the Commonwealth? Wealth, And if a community as large and as organized as the Commonwealth can fail, what does this mean for the world? Dark times ahead. Which has been really, really good. So Let's check out IDW. Uh, Girl in the Bay, that first issue was fun. I haven't read issue two yet, um, so I'm a little behind. Amber Blake, number one from IDW there. Jade Lagardry. And Butch Geis on art. Amber Blake was only a child when she was recruited to the Cleveland Institute, a school for gifted children, but predators hide in the school's administration, abusing the children they're meant to protect, and on the verge of exposing them, Amber finds herself fleeing for her life when the very man who recruited her, from the very man who recruited her. But she's not dead yet, and she's not the only one who wants to see Cleveland's leaders burn got um some items that are a little late We've got lodger number four it's a november 18 order code we've got giant killers which was a july 18 order code um magic the gathering october 18 order code a lot of this stuff is a little behind. Mm-hmm. And here we also have Marvel Action Black Panther number one, which is apparently IDW apes Marvel in a more kid-friendly version of Black Panther, written by Carm, Car, uh, Kyle Baker. So 
Marvel just says, take any of our characters, make a kid's version of it. And give and, us half. And give us some of the profits. And that way it doesn't it doesn't muddy the continuity waters over at Marvel. Makes sense, yeah. I guess. So instead of like creating a black label like DC and confusing people, you just you just offload it. So you okay, do that stuff over there. That makes kind of sense, I guess. Yeah. All right, let's check DC. Getting near to the end of Super Sons. We're on issue nine, and um, ah man, this thing is so cool. There is like a complete kid versions of like every DC villain, and uh, I I could see this thing like becoming us if they had Saturday morning cartoons it could it could be one uh it it's it's really a fun inventive series and i think it's going to be really cool and collected edition and they should definitely do this as a an animated feature or something because it's what is it really cool adventures of super sons oh the super sons yeah 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 it's it, they have like this they have like this full on like rogues gallery kids version like little kids that are each of the rogues um, for like all of Batman and uh, Superman's uh, villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they make, keep making appearances and they're like little kid versions of like Lex Luthor and Joker and stuff. And it's really fun. Very cool. Um, I added this Deathstroke 42 cover B um, when we talked about it at the FOC six weeks or three weeks ago. I oh, okay. absolutely love this Francisco Matina cover B on that. It's one of my favorite covers. And my favorite cover of 2019. Now, I decided to skip out on Terminus Agenda. I mean, I'm reading Teen Titans, but I didn't want to read Deathstroke. Am I yeah. making a mista- mistake there? Yeah. Looks like I am. Yeah. I don't... What is the Terminus Agenda? Do you know? No. No, no, no idea. It just, it was like, I think it wasn't just Deathstroke and Teen Titans. I think there was something else it was crossing over to, and I was like, ah, I don't want to do that. I believe you are correct. So that's not really, the Harley Quinn B cover is not really black and white, right? That's just what they have right now? I believe so. Yeah, well, it's got collar on it, so that might be what he does. I don't know. That's Cho. Her, her hair is blue and red still. I don't know if they'd let him get away with that. <laughs> but very good. Last issue Young of Justice. the Suicide Squad Black Files. Dan Dan Mora doing that Young Justice B cover is really nice. Ooh, that is cool. All right, anything else in DC? No. All right, let's head on down to Marvel. So, let's take a look at Avengers No Road Home. Um, We've got Team Hulk versus Nyx, Queen of Night. Team Herc versus Oasis, Creature of the Misery. One Avenger faces the Supreme Test, and one Avenger falls. Hmm. This is the one we had talked about a couple of weeks ago during the FOC period, like... This is one you would take a flyer on 
you know, because if somebody dies, could have it's some value. It's a quick value. flip, yeah. Yeah. Um, if, and then, you know, that it would be, it would spike in interest if somebody had died, if it was the death of someone. But it also could be just solicit speak and not real. Yeah. It also has a Matero, a Mateo Scalero B cover, which is. It's a connecting. I don't know if it connects to seven or nine. Oh, okay. Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys the Marvel Universe number two. Uh, you can tell from the cover, I've heard a lot about the humor in this book, and uh, from that cover, uh, you can see that there's quite a bit of fun little humor there. Mm-hmm. Is this Paul Shear, the actor, writing this? Uh, maybe. The comedian? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's a comic guy. I thought so too. I remember him doing something else. Mm-hmm. They've got um, Immortal Hulk sixteen. Buy it. <laughs> Just get it. Don't even ask. Get them all. There's Major, Major X. Yeah, yeah, Rob Liefeld's new character. Sometimes his new characters are pretty popular. If not now, in 25 years, <laughs> it might cash in. So buy them, stick them in the box. And we determined that this Marvel team-up is... Classic Marvel team-up returns. After a science demonstration at Empire State University goes awry, Miss Marvel and Spider-Man find themselves tangled up in the same chaotic adventure... Or is it destiny or disaster? We did not like the creative team on this when we first saw this. Yeah, Eve Ewing and Joey Vasquez. We were like, eh, meh. And there's so much Spidey out right now that I just think this is going to get lost in the shuffle. And it's got this weird special flip book format. Start reading from either side. That's weird. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't yeah it's dumb you're right see what's going on in spider Gwen we uh is that a new creator a new writer Shannon McGuire don't know I still read this I don't know why because I missed out on Edge of Spider Verse number two, I should I should have hatred for this book and this character. This is your penance. Yeah. War of the Realms number one, Jason Aaron, big old Asgardian storyline. It's going to take over everything for a while. Here's nine thousand covers. Uh, that's a really nice. Frank Cho has a really nice cover. Yeah, there's some great covers. But I'm sitting it out. Eddie so. Granoff. It's a $6 book, man. You you are diamet. You don't... You hate that stuff. Correct. Correct. But there's Ryan Otley, too. Doggone it. There's also George Perez. Yeah. Nope, moving on. Dynamite. 
obey me. That's what yeah. I say to the old lady. Hell no. Um, yeah, this looked <laughs> weird when I saw it in the FOC, and it's still kind of... There's it, something about yeah. it that's off that freaks me out. Yeah, he didn't like that. Red Sonia. I only read the first one so far. It's, kind, it's Mark Russell, who I love, mm-hmm. his stuff, but it's... um. The first issue was a little slow, but I, like I said, only read one. There you go. All right, let's head on down to Boom. Nope. Let's head on down to our smaller publishers, see if we can dig some good stuff from out of there. Bronze Egg Age Boogie from Ahoy Comics. Um, this is Wave 2 of Ahoy. Wave 1 happened outside of the direct market. The only way to get them was to go directly to their website and order that it from them uh, they they did this thing where they would give you the first issue digitally for free of their titles and then you could order all the singles at once they were all done like all five or all six uh, uh, and and then they'd come in a slipcase or you could order the trade version of all of the first arcs of those stories. They were all ready to go. So it was kind of an interesting experiment. Um, Obviously, nobody's heard of this hardly, so uh, it it wasn't a rousing success, but um, I think they must have rethought it after Wave 1, and now they're going through Diamond like every other comic publisher does. So. One to keep an eye on. Ahoy. Now, Drew, I was going to ask you about... Boy, I just lost it. Divinity number one dollar debut. Valiant Comics, written by Matt Kent. Oh, it's a reprint. Never mind. Never mind. So it wouldn't be a debut. It would be a reprint. I would get this C two E two edition of Crossed Family Values. I number just clicked one, on that for you. <laughs> if it was really only three ninety nine, yeah. they're usually a lot more than that. I would be surprised if that was a C two E two version of Cross for three bucks. What do you think about Valiant's dollar debut line? Kind of like True Believers for a dollar, you get the first issue of some yeah. of their existing comics. I mean, if it catches a few people up, very nice. Yeah. Get a few things on. I have an unnatural... Uh, for some reason, I don't hardly ever read any of these Valiants coming out. I just, I don't know what it is. Only so many hours in a day, I guess. Yeah, and we got Stiletto number one of three from Lion Forge, but they're wanting six dollars. I just I'm not willing to take the shot on Stiletto number one. It looks like a great book for four dollars. Yeah, not for six. Yeah, I mean because I like crime noir. I'm right, I'm right there. Well, that's about it, really. All right, Drew, this point of the podcast where I ask you for the pick of the week. What's the one pick 
to go back into your LCS this coming Wednesday, pick up and say, hey, this might be something. Uh, I am going to go with... I lost my marble. Uh, was this the one? Am I going to do... I'm either going to do Immortal Hulk... I'm just going to go with Immortal Hulk and just assume something crazy is going to happen that's going to get people excited. So I'm going to go with Immortal Hulk 16. Very cool. I'm going to stick to my guns with Deathstroke 42, uh, the Francisco Matina variant, just because I uh, absolutely love it. Nothing wrong with that? Nope. All right, we thank you so much for joining us. If you disagree or you think there's some other gold to be mined from this week, feel free to drop us a line on any of the things that Drew said before, either our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks, our Gmail accounts. All these things can be found at comicsfunprofit.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Or if you took our advice, picked something up and made some money for you, we'd love to hear those kind of things as well and once again we appreciate everything you do if you are listening to us on itunes feel free to drop us a five-star review uh we haven't got one of those for a very very long time we thank you so much so for drew and for myself see ya